The Edible Garden Project started in uh, 2005 and it came out of a Vancouver Coastal Health. They did it sort of a community scan and they were looking at, they did it in a bunch of different communities around uh, the Lower Mainland and, and Vancouver Coastal Health on the North Shore identified access to food as being an access to fresh, healthy, organic produce or that kind of thing as being really lacking on the North Shore. And they also identified that there's a lot of, people see the North Shore as a very affluent area with sort of average high incomes and that sort of thing. But what happens when you've got those higher incomes is that a lot of the poverty kind of gets hidden and missed. And so looking at those populations is what is, is our goal and, and that was a need that was identified during that community scan. So that project emerged out of that process and we are now entering our fourth season and, and things are uh, continuing to grow which is very exciting. Describe for me the chain here. So, because partly what you're doing is you're encouraging urban agriculture on one level. Mm. You're encouraging people who have gardens to share the bounty with the rest of the community. Yep. You're encouraging community gardening. So you're working on a number of fronts mm. in terms of that. But can you describe for me the vision of the chain of from yeah. you know starting sure, this yeah. to actually feeding people? So, so basically, you know, our, our sort of overall vision is is creating a community network around growing and sharing food. And that involves a number of different things, of course, as you, as you pointed out. Um, the f first, it's really impossible to feed people if no one's growing food. So getting more land to being used for food production, getting more people growing food. And around that we offer tons of workshops because there's, there's a big gap between people's desire to grow food and their knowledge and skill around growing food. So trying to uh, empower people to be able to, to take some, some action in that, that way. So that's sort of one aspect. Then you've got the sharing of the food. So hoping people can plant a little bit extra, that sort of thing to, to share with the community and, and we have a collection system so people can drop off their surplus food any day of the week um, and we are then developing relationships in the community where we can take that food so we work both with the harvest project and work with some social housing complexes so we can get the food directly to the residents there which is a lot of fun <laughs> get to spend some time hanging out with some wonderful people people there and then there's the I mean I sort of touched on the education component but there there's education on a number of different levels. There's this, the basic skills of how to grow food, we've done some preserving workshops, that sort of thing. What do you do with it? Right. Um, then there's the sort of education on more of a, a political level, I guess. We work a lot with different municipalities. Uh, of course, we're working within different, uh, there's a lot of different local governments involved right. here. So trying to to work towards having an understanding of why food is important, why community gardens are important, how urban agriculture does not end with community gardens. That's sort of a very you know, initial starting point. Right. So education on the, that political level is really important as well. And just education in the community about how, why food's important, how, how they can take real meaningful steps and, and how to get involved in that sort of thing. You, you talked just you mentioned briefly about the people bringing the food to the people. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, it's a lot of fun. Um, we work with a with a social housing complex, and there's about 150 families that live in the complex. And we've developed a relationship with Glen Valley Organic Farm, and they are at the Lonsdale Key Farmers Market on the weekend, and they very generously donate a whole bunch of you know many things that are left over at the end of the day, and we're able to take that right up to the to the residents of the of the complex and they 
um, have access to all of that food and also some resources around, they do some, some work around how to prepare things. There's a lot of unfamiliar foods that right. sometimes make their way Fair out there. Enough. But the most exciting part is we'll be taking those residents out to a field trip to the farm. So they'll get to visit where their food's coming from, uh, get involved in, in, you know, visit the goats and hang out in the garden and pick some food and, and that sort of thing. So we're trying to really create those relationships and strengthen the relationships between the food producers and the people who are consuming the food who have never had access to healthy fresh food before there we get a lot of really good feedback because a lot of times when people are accessing the food bank the produce is either non-existent or disgusting you know there's a, i think a lot of uh, past its prime yeah. lettuce and things like yeah. that so there over and over again we get feedback you know at first they were kind of like oh great you know they're dumping more food on us but then they started to realize that you know these are the most beautiful heads of lettuce i've ever seen and they're you know amazingly fresh and all that sort of thing and so and and they're amazed at at how what the, at the high quality of the produce that they're getting yeah well and you know people who wouldn't touch spinach in the form that they've normally seen it will sit and eat it right off the oh, plant in the exactly. garden, right? Particularly like kids. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing watching kids in the garden. They eat things that they never would, would never pass their lips in any other situation. As I was driving here, I live about maybe five kilometers from here, and I, because I, I knew I was coming to talk to you about this, I was, it was so noticeable, all of the open space full of lawn, mm -hmm. you know, and all of this opportunities to grow I'm not saying dig it all up. I'm saying like there's huge opportunities to grow food. Like we spend so much energy maintaining and nurturing these grass lawns that are pretty, right? But but if we put the same amount of energy into even taking half of that area yeah. and making it into you know edible yeah. <laughs> a, pro a product, wouldn't that be fantastic? It would be amazing. And I think when you're talking about you know, particularly when you're talking about converting public space into food producing space, there's an interesting kind of uh, transition that happens there and, and there's a certain amount of pushback around, you know, you can't privatize the public land and all of that kind of thing. And, and I think that, that agriculture, I, I hope that agriculture will simply be seen as another use for, for different kinds of public lands, public or private either way. The city of North Vancouver is doing some really progressive stuff around looking at ways to incorporate urban agriculture onto public lands. I think it's, I think we're still a long way off, but I certainly think that there's, there is some definitely interest and some movement around how to make that happen. So in terms of the people volunteering either excess stuff out of their gardens mm -hmm. or volunteering garden space, is that, are you seeing a bit of movement there? Are people starting to do more of that? Or? Yeah, it's, and it's certainly interesting watching it change from season to season. Last year, the growing season was um, somewhat less than yeah. ideal and and though our the amount of donations that we received still grew it w didn't grow by as much as we thought it would and this year we're far surpassing what we got last year already and is there a way to measure like the like how do you assess where you are in that continuum like is it about you know tonnage of food that you deliver to people or is it about like uh, I think I mean I think there's a number of different ways that that we, when we're looking at evaluating our, our progress, there's a number of different things that we're looking at. The, the numbers and all of that are certainly important, but I find that they're more important for reporting to people like funders and that sort of thing. Sure. They're less important for me, more important is the feedback that we're getting from people who are receiving the food or feedback that we're getting from people who are donating the food and that sort of thing. To me, that's more meaningful, just probably because I'm 
more of a people person than a numbers person. Certainly the tonnage of food that we're getting is helpful in indicating growth of the program and right. things like that. And I guess at the end of the day, that's food that you're delivering to people in need. Yeah, exactly. Well, good nutrition or better nutrition than they're yeah, getting. Yeah, yeah. And we're always working on trying new, new things. This year, one of our projects is um, we're working on starting a community orchard. So this is uh, on a very odd, very awkward, very long and skinny piece of public land. It's a public right-of-way in a residential area between two houses. So it's about 20 feet wide. Some of that's lost by a bit of fencing and things like that. Odd little strange space with weird, you know, little quirks. And we're, we've got the license to use agreement from the city and we're going to be turning that into an, a productive orchard oh, space, neat. so public orchard space um, with the help of volunteers. And, and hopefully what we're going to be demonstrating is that you don't have to have a huge amount of space in order to make it pretty productive. Mm -hmm. um, it will, you know, we're, we're working with the community to design and come up with the things that they want to see there and it probably will take a few years to get up and running. Of course, they'll take a few more years to get mm -hmm. lots of fruit out of there, but working on modeling kind of different ways to, to think about it. So what can people do? I mean, I think people are looking, always looking for the action that they can take part in. What do you, what do you want people to do? I think there's a, there's a lot of different ways that people can get involved. First and foremost, of course, you know, if you've got space, grow some food. Uh, start to come out to workshops. You can go to ediblegardenproject.com, um, get lots of updated workshops and things like that. We have a partnership with the North Shore Recycling Program and the Lynn Canyon Ecology Center, and we're able to offer a whole series of, I think we're doing 25 workshops. This and those year are all free, like right? They're all free and yeah. open to the public. You just have to register first. <laughs> so we, so we have enough, enough seats. Um, and you know that's sort of number one plant a little extra you know there's it's not too hard to plant extra zucchini plants or a few extra tomatoes because once they start coming on you've got more than enough to share so um, thinking about that when you're planning and planting your garden and then bringing it on down to our drop-off locations when you when you've got too much that's certainly one way one very simple way that you can that people can help the other way it, that people can help is come on out and volunteer in some of our gardens we've got lots of different gardens where you know as I mentioned earlier we're definitely not going to be able to keep anyone busy full-time but we're happy to have uh, people out and then people can get involved in their communities start thinking about where where is a space for them to grow food in their community maybe there's a spot for a community garden maybe you know the more people that we have Dem talking to the, their local governments, demonstrating their support for these kinds of projects, uh, the more success that we're going to have. In the district of North Vancouver, they just were working on some community garden guidelines and, and doing some grants around community gardens, and they are looking for interest from the community. So mm. if anyone from the district of North Vancouver mm. has a spot they want a community garden, get in touch with, mm. with district staff, and there is funding available to people. So. Look for space, be creative, get involved. <laughs>